Hello everyone, I'm Terry Simmons and you're listening to KTBS3's Doc Talk. It's the place to be to hear informative, forward-thinking, solution-based discussions about what contributes to our mental health and overall well-being. You can download a new episode every other Thursday morning wherever you listen to podcasts. And today we're talking about the life of Nick Bales and the company he started and grew called BTR, which stands for Brought to Reality. With us today are Maria and Will Bales, Nick's parents. Hi guys. Hi. So happy to see you. Thanks for being here. You're going to share what you're doing to help all of us become more aware of mental illness in ourselves and those around us. So Maria and Will, thank you so much again for being here. Let's start off. Let's talk about Nick and the, the life of Nick Bales. Tell us about his life. Okay. Well, I will start that because he's like, my boys are my pride and joy. And um, Nick was a very kind and compassionate person. He had a heart of gold. He truly fought for the underdog always, um, had no problem sticking up for somebody if they were being bullied and didn't care what the ramifications would be if he lost his popularity status or not. Um, he was just a good kid who was an entrepreneur at heart. Entrepreneur at heart. That really describes him from what you and I have talked about too. And we've got some pictures of him that we're going to go ahead and roll while we're talking about this because we just want to remind our listeners this is also a visual podcast that you can see on ktvs.com slash podcast. And we've got photos. We've got a lot of representation here to talk about Nick and his magical presence while he was here and still now. Um, so tell us, Will, can you tell us a little bit about, let's talk a little bit about BTR, Brought to Reality and the company, and kind of what, what that did, what that did for Nick, why he started it. We already talked about he had this entrepreneurial spirit. Spirit School was just not where he wanted to be because he was already forward-thinking and, and had this business mind. Tell us about, about this company he started and how it fed him and why he did it. Well, Nick was incredibly creative, and he <clears throat> rarely stayed in the box. So he, um, he had a number of businesses growing up. He was a big lacrosse player. So he would, uh, kids would pay him to string their lacrosse sticks. He tried to come out with his own type of lacrosse mesh. Um, he just had a number of little businesses that he tried on the side. So when he was a, a sophomore in high school, he was 15 years old, he started Brought to Reality. And what that meant to him was a, a kid that's struggling with mental health, um, stepping outside of reality is a dangerous place to be. So most often um, kids will choose some sort of vice, alcohol, drugs, uh, to help assist them to stay, to, to, to leave reality. And Nick's whole concept was stay in reality, learn to deal with your issues, um, become a, become a better person right help others through their uh through their difficulties and what a great message only from someone who is living it and for something what strength and and forethought and kindness that he had to bring that out for people while he was in it that it was part of it who would have thought that coming back to reality and and facing what was going on and you knew that everything he was going through you had been through every done everything talked to him um 
and to have this great message and to do something and to do everything that you can to feel better and to help him feel better and help himself feel better and others. Let's talk about, and Maria, you, I learned this from you that you gave this term um, about when Nick went and that it was through suicide, but you don't feel like that's, tell us exactly what, how you phrase it, what he really died from. Um, yeah, I don't, you know, a lot, there's such a stigma surrounding suicide and nobody wants to die. I know for a fact that our son didn't want to die. He was looking forward to spring break his senior year. We were planning a huge trip to Mexico with all of his best friends. Um, we He was so looking forward to brought to reality and what he can accomplish with that. Just so looking forward to his future. He didn't want to die. Um, Nick didn't die by suicide. What took Nick's life was mental illness, was his depression, his anxiety. It just got to be too painful, too much. Absolutely. And I, I thank really you. I really want people to understand that. I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you. I no. just really want people to understand that when somebody passes by suicide, most often it's because it's the pain. It's too much. It's too much for them to deal with. And that, that's why it's so important for me to uh, talk to you about this and to share this and I thank you again for sharing this because this is the biggest thread I'm going to use this. I'm going to I, I'm going to define it going forward I haven't been able to find the words until I talked to you and I heard how you put it because I just believe that is The most beautiful way the most real way the more realistic way to take away from um, any kind of shame or blame or misunderstanding through suicide, that it wasn't that. That was the means, but what happened was it was a mental illness, and mental illness is something to be addressed. And it's something we've talked to before too, especially in um, a 17-year-old or younger. This is happening, like I think the statistics are more 10 to 14-year-olds um, are, are, um, are dying through suicide. Uh, but it's important to say that's really not what it is. It's the mental illness, and it is an illness. And even like we've talked about too, though, their frontal lobes aren't really even developed enough sometimes to talk, to communicate. And we need to remember that they're handling a lot. And if this is how it happened, this is not what it is. It's dying from this mental illness, and that's what we can address, which is what you do so well. So tell us, let's go back to the clothing. And I just wanted to bring up Nick and, and this mental illness. And um, because when this happened, uh, and I know you already knew how much everyone cared so much about him and your family, but sales for BTR clothing were astronomical as soon as this happened. Share with us how it went and how many people reached out to you. And I know I bought a hoodie right away. I love it and I need to, I need to replenish. So I'm telling everyone this is amazing clothing anyway. But tell us what this meaning of so much more than clothing. Um, as soon as we lost Nick, everybody, yeah, all, all the kids that knew him and the ripple effect it has just went, um, they all just wanted to have a piece of him, a little piece of brought to reality. And I think um, it sales did go through the roof. And then we took it one step further by, I think our realization that we just lost our son and we lost him to mental illness, how real it is. Mental illness, it's real, it's, it's raw, it's a silent killer. And um, we just started opening up our story to others so that no one goes through what we've been through um, or that no kid goes through what our son Nick was feeling and what, what, what he went through to the point that he ended his life. Um, and that just, I think us being open and communicating and just 
candidly talking about our story and what we're going through, what Nick went through, has really opened it up to where brought to reality is it's making a difference. I believe that Nick is moving mountains from above. I believe our message is simple. Um, if you have an illness, you need to ask for help. You do not need to struggle in silence. You don't need to do this alone. And when somebody wears BTR, it either means you struggle with a mental illness, you know someone who does, and you want to help those that do. Um, it's really pretty simple. So this is the BTR logo that uh, Nick designed. One, um, one other point that I, I think which allowed us to take BTR the next step is unfortunately when you lose your son or daughter um, at such a young age, there are, it obviously happens to other families too, but we've had a lot of those parents reach out to us. And the first question is what else could I have done? And that's a really hard question to answer. Number one, everybody's mental wellness is different. So there is no one protocol. Um, but having been asked that question so many times, um, we know it's you got to open up, you got to start that conversation. And sometimes that conversation needs to go beyond asking your parents, why do I, why, why am I so uncomfortable? Why does, um, why does this keep happening? Why do I feel so bad? Um, so that's that's therapy that people need. Not all couch therapy works for everybody. So we quickly realized that with the profits that we get from Nick's clothing sales, um, we help our community by paying for therapies for the kids that can't afford it. And since we since we started the actual foundation, we we um, turn Nick's LLC company into a foundation. And by doing that, um, we so far we have paid for, I believe, 212 sessions of therapy for kids. And that all comes from donations and the sales of his clothing. That is so incredible and such an important part of why you're here today and to get that message out to people. And I know that, and we'll give the resources to and the website where people can go. And is that where they go to ask for help? If someone is in need of help to pay for some help, do they go through your website? They can go through our website. They can DM me on Instagram. Yeah, the, the, the beautiful thing about BTR is that it's just Will and myself running it. Um, there is no overhead. It's just the two of us. So at literally every penny that we receive goes directly into our foundation. It doesn't, we don't ever make any money or would we ever make any money? We are just wanting to help those that need the help. Which is absolutely incredible. And you are making a difference. And I, I love that we've talked before and you said, yes, the donations are wonderful, but you really want people to buy the clothing. It's getting that wonderful logo that Will just showed us out there. Because I know for a fact and experience too, you talked about when people see that logo, they, it's, it's like a bond. You know, like you said, they've either been in the situation, they know someone, or they're willing to help anybody who might be in it. So yes, donate, but buy the clothing, get this get this logo out there wherever we can see it. And speaking of that, you have photos from people all over who not only buy the clothing, but actually get tattoos and other ways. And I think we've got some photos too. We'll have to show those to the people who are viewing. That logo is amazing. 
and to have this tattooed, what does that mean to you to get these messages? Oh my gosh, it is, um, it is so bittersweet. Like it is such an honor when somebody sends us a picture of their tattoo. Cause wow, like the impact that Nick has made on a kid to the point that this kid now wants to turn it around and he wants to get help and um, BTR just means so much to them. It's just, it's, it's also bittersweet because our son is gone and we'd give anything to have our son here and not having to be doing this honestly, but I truly believe, um, Terry, and I've told, I've talked to you about this. My faith is so strong and without God, I don't know where I'd be, but I know that Nick is in paradise right now and he is free of all pain and filled with joy and love. And I think that, um, I think it's, I truly believe with all my heart that we had to lose him to save others. From my, from my standpoint, there's nothing more humbling than than somebody taking Nick's brand and having an eternal commitment to the message that Nick is um, has been trying to get across. So a lot of these kids, we didn't know. Um, some of the kids didn't know Nick. They've just been moved by um, what the message is. And clearly, um, if kids, those kids struggle too, right? There's no doubt about it that you wouldn't make that commitment um, if you didn't really see deeply into the brand. And I think Nick was um, very wise beyond his years. I mean, he started BTR when he was 15 and kids listen to kids, you know, and kids get each other. And I think we as parents, need to really stop and listen to our kids and give them more credit than we do. Oh, I feel so strongly about that. And you know, the three of us have talked about that at length and it's kind of relief. Another thing that you're bringing awareness to is to kind of take a little bit off of the parents. Don't think you have to be everything to your children, just be available. And children don't think that they have to be everything that their parents might expect. And there are other adults, there are friends, there are other avenues that will fill in some of the voids um, so that a parent if they feel like I've got to be everything, I've got to be there and save this person or direct this person. And maybe that's, there's, there's other avenues to add to what you're doing as a parent. So what would you say to a parent who's watching and listening? And even if they feel like things are going great, um, they feel like there's communication, what would you say to a parent right now to really connect and pay attention? I would say we knew that our son Nick struggled with anxiety and depression, but we did not understand nor have any clue of how deep it ran. Um, Nick was a kid who was very social, played sports, very outgoing, never home. Um, like I said, he was just a busybody, and he seemed so happy. Um, like I said earlier, we were planning a huge trip for spring break. We thought Nick was doing like great like beyond great he was so happy and smiling all the time and he was wearing a mask the whole time we never knew how deep his depression ran and i would say to parents talk to your kids doesn't matter if they are the football star or you know the kid that sits quietly in the classroom or even at home open up those lines of communication ask them how are they doing how are they really doing do they ever feel um 
any feelings of sadness? And are they confused by those feelings? And let's talk about it. And just sit back and listen to your kid. When they open up, just all you have to do is listen. You can't fix it. You can't say, well, I don't understand why you're feeling this way. You have the world at your fingertips. Um, just listen to them and validate them. That is the most important thing we can do for our kids is validate them. Anybody who is struggling with a mental illness, instead of trying to fix them and tell them, oh, I understand how you're feeling, you're just validating them as soon as you say those things. you got to just listen and be supportive um, and keep those lines open. Let them know that you're always there for them that, with no judgment. So we knew that Nick struggled. Uh, struggling is quite common in my family. Um, we sat on a couch as a family for four years. So we weren't blind to... Um, even though things looked good, they weren't perfect. I think that's one of the issues that a number of kids have. They think that therapy means you go sit on a couch, you talk to some stranger, um, you're supposed to spill your guts and tell that uh, counselor everything that's troubling you. And who wants to do that? I don't want to do that as an adult either, um, much less being a kid in middle school, kid in high school. Um, so that's, we, with BTR, we not only wanted to provide a, a roster list of therapists that we vetted, but also provide alternative type therapies, whether it be horse therapy, dog therapy, um, out outside type therapies. We have one um, therapist that we work with that if a kid likes to fish, he'll take that kid fishing in order to open him up. If the kid likes to rock climb, he'll take the kid rock climbing. And it's not in it's not in his office. It's not on a brown leather couch. Um, but it's all about reaching that kid by vetting. What that what that really means to us is we found that the therapists that have struggled through either addiction. Um, drugs, alcohol, or have just, you know, run into issues being a kid. Um, those are the ones that have the most empathy and they're actually in that profession because they do understand it and they want to help kids and families. And kids really relate to a therapist who also has struggled. Um, instead of going to a therapist who you know, I mean, I'm not I'm not knocking therapists who have gone to school and gotten their masters. I'm not knocking them at all. But the therapists that do also struggle are the best types of therapists for our platform, um, for our kids. That's that's where we're seeing a big difference with the kids that see our therapists. They are literally relating to these therapists and vice versa. And they're just getting all the help that they need and getting through it. I think that's such a good point because we've talked about too that words don't teach it's actions and and not just kids but i think all of us even growing up um it really helps to see someone who's been through it and who is on the other side or is still in it but getting there things that have worked it's so empowering to say and that's what i think you're doing too by example to other parents and people who might be in this situation to say, look, look how far, look what they're doing. You know, they're in it and they're finding solutions there. Is it all okay? No, would they rather be, you know, with Nick and hugging him instead of talking a, about all of this? They'd still be doing that too. But 
it's it's seeing someone who's in it and I, I love that you do talk about all kinds of therapies we talk about therapy and the first thing image comes is on the brown couch talking to someone but the the horse therapy the talking and and Will and your I know that both of you talk to parents and kids and will I've talked to you a little bit about the work that you go in and do with a lot of kids And are you finding that it really is so important like you just said find the individual what that individual likes to do if that Individual likes to fish. Let's go fishing without any um, Outcome tied to it. Let's just go do something you love and because validation like you said Validation instead of understanding seems to be the key word in all of this. Is that right? Absolutely. I, I spend, <clears throat> we're not therapists. We can only relate to people as parents that lost a child to suicide. And most of, I'm a big sports fan. Nick loves sports. My way of cu communicating with kids is primarily going through uh, the different clubs at a high school team or a middle school team or organizations um, like going to a number of the coaches have asked either myself or both of us to come speak to the players because they realize by coaching the team how, how big of a piece mental wellness is for that team. So having spoken with uh, at in, in our the, the high school that our kids went to at Rappel High School. Um, we have helmet stickers, BTR helmet stickers on the lacrosse team, the hockey team, the football team at the University of Colorado. We have on um, their D2 hockey team, they have the helmet stickers. And it's been the kids that have asked for this. We, we have yet to try to force anything on anybody because forcing certainly to our experience doesn't work. Um, a number of the kids have taken from high school have taken the concept of BTR to uh, college with them. We've had a number of sororities and fraternities that have championed BTR, have made BTR the recipient of their philanthropy projects. Uh, we've been to Boulder a number of times. We've done a number of Zoom calls with um, individuals, groups, it really has no borders because again, so many kids have experienced this, this, uh, this topic, right? So we just always try to make ourselves uh, available to whoever wants to talk about it. Um, Maria gets calls at two in the morning from desperate parents that have already taken the doors off of their kids' bedrooms, have a mattress laying outside the kids bedroom so that parent is so so worried that they can maintain that constant visual of what their kid is doing maria gets calls from kids uh I, i'm struggling i don't know what to do about it um maria gets calls from kids friends that said that say you know my friend is in a really bad place i don't know what to do about it can you help me so there's a there's a lot of ways that people come at BTR and Maria is such a wonderful person and has given what we've gone through has such a um, has such an ability uh, to put other people's needs first and I think the genuineness of 
Maria and brought to reality just resonates with so many people. And I think that's that's why the message every day keeps going further and further. I will not take all the credit. He is an amazing dad and an amazing person and he wants to make a difference too. And you are making and I'll just jump in here right now, and it's okay that we're all in, uh, emotional right here, and I think that's what this is about, so let it go, just let it flow. I think it's amazing because both of you have touched my heart so many ways, and I've seen how you've touched so many people, and what you're doing is powerful, and it's incredible, and it's, it's obvious what you said, Will, too, and what Maria said about Will. It's just naturally happening and evolving. It just has naturally been what to do. and. Maria, what, um, I'm sure it's individual whenever you speak to someone, you answer that call at two in the morning. Um, I can tell everything that you do is not general. You hear that person and your heart goes right to what that person is saying. What do you say right now to the person who's hearing this and just doesn't know if they can pick up the phone and call you? What would you say to someone listening right now who wants to know, wants help? Um, I would just say you're not alone. Um, and please call us, reach out to us. We are 100% open and available to you and we will not judge you. We will not shame you. If nothing, we understand you um, and we wanna be here for you. We want to help you. And we know that you can get the help that you need. You just need to reach out, reach out to us or reach out to somebody that you trust. Um, honestly, you don't have to go through this alone. You don't have to be where our son was. Um, and even if you have a great family life, talk to your family about it. Um, you you just cannot sit with this alone. It is too painful. And if you don't have that family support, please, please, please reach out to us. There's always someone out there who wants to help you, who loves you, who supports you, who only wants what's best for you and doesn't want to see you hurting or suffering in silence. So a major, a major point, something we try to get across is you have to start the conversation and it doesn't matter who you start it with. Um, but if you're a parent, even if you're not worried about your kid, ask your kid how they are, ask your kid what they see as their struggles. Right. And you don't you don't have to do it all at once, but communicate with your kid. Um, it can suicide has no demographic boundaries, so it doesn't it doesn't happen to just inner city kids. It doesn't happen to just suburb kids. It doesn't happen to just high school kids. It's across the board. The issue every other commercial you see on TV is about mental health now, which is obviously it's come to the forefront it's something that most people are re realizing is a major issue and i am blown away by what uh the younger generations how they have taken a hold of this concept this issue and have run with it and back to the um some of the things i mentioned before with kids have done school projects about btr Kids have made their philanthropy recipients BTR. Um, they're tired of losing friends. One of Nick's, um, they're one of Nick's friends from high school. How kids will wear the the rubber 
bands in memoriam of somebody uh one girl had nine different wristbands so she's lost nine friends to mostly suicide and there were a couple other non-suicide deaths but to be 17 18 year years old and having gone through nine deaths of kids i think kids are tired of losing their friends and that's why they're willing to step up and open open up about the the topic kids are the ones that are making the difference like will likes to say it's the kids making the difference they're the ones making the change they're the ones who are brave enough to get out there and, and open this conversation up and start talking about it and doing something about it whereas parents are perpetuating the situation they're like well how do i talk to my kid about this or how do i do this and they're just walking on eggshells we as parents cannot walk on eggshells we made our kids we have been with our kids since the day they were born if we can't talk openly and candidly with our kids who can they talk to and it's up to us to be that open and communicate with our kids if we can do that with our kids and our kids will open up and communicate with us and they will always feel safe with us and they will always know that no matter what they can talk to us so we need to let our guards down as parents we need to quit thinking about what society says it's right and do what we feel in our hearts is the right things. If we feel like we need to talk to our kids about mental health, talk to our kids about their academics, let's do it. Just do it. Um, don't hold back. Take down all those walls and open up. Um, society is a huge crutch in our and what's happening with mental illness. Um, my mom always said, you have a very short, short life to be a kid from the time you're born until you're what, 18 years old? And then you have your whole entire life to be an adult. Our kids are not allowed to be kids anymore. They have so much pressure on them with academics, with sports, with anything that they're trying to do in life. If they're not at the top, they feel like failures. And we are doing that to our children. We need to forget what society says is right. And we just need to allow our kids to be kids. Let them play, let them fail, let them get straight C's or D's. Um, it doesn't matter when, when your kid is 30, is anybody going to be like, what was your GPA in high school or what college did you go to? Or, you know, that none of that matters. What matters is the now. So I have, I have a study that, um, is pretty interesting. It, it, it was about self-made millionaires. And this study came up with the numbers that 21% of self-made millionaires were a students, 41% of self-made millionaires were B students, 29% of self-made millionaires were C students, which means there were also D and F students that went on to be millionaires too. So I often talk about don't let, don't let your grades define you, don't let your sport define you, um, let kindness and compassion define you. That right there, it, everything you said, and then coming together with that study, I think it's an incredible message. And I feel like you are, you are a channel for, um, we need to listen to our kids that are taking charge right now because they don't want to, they want to stay, they want to feel healthy and they want to be happy and they want their friends to stick around too. Um, so do you feel like that's, you've become this channel for that? I do, I feel like, um... Maria likes to say that that it's important to give 
the kids the the confidence that they will be heard. Yeah. I think you know, that's I what think you're doing. We as parents, um, and I'm guilty of this. I'm not, I am so guilty of this. I remember I didn't go to college myself. And I remember telling Nick, you need to go to college. You have to go to college. You got to do better in high school, get better grades, um, because that will open doors for you. I was so wrong. Um, I didn't go to college. And maybe I lacked the confidence as far as book smarts go, but I have a heart of gold. And I know that my son Nick did too. And I should have just let him ride with what he wanted to ride with and taken off the pressures of his education. He wasn't a bad student. He was like an average BC student. And that was more than fine. But I um, I was a little bit hard on him. And if I could go back and take anything back, it would be that. It's like, you know, just do the best you can and let's support you with BTR and your entrepreneurship and let's get you what you need as far as your goals are with that instead of following what society says our kids need to be doing. So if they're not in any way, are we suggesting don't get good grades, right? Because right? there, there are an incredible amount of kids that are just so incredibly smart, it blows, it blows us away. Um, and if you're good at something, do it to the best ability you can. If you're good at school, then kick ass and, and Try to get a 4.5. If you're really good at playing football, then yeah, try to be um, an all uh, an all conference football player, right? But don't let don't let that define you. Be who you are. Be who you want to be. And um, that's I think that's one of life's biggest messages is that you need to be who you are. Um, and that's again one of the things that by 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 allowing kids to feel like they have a voice um they do they can get that confidence and then move forward towards what who they are i think that's so great and that's exactly what i'm hearing from you and i can see why the message is so broad and so amazing and empowering, even just for me myself. I know it is for everybody that I've talked to and everybody I see and that you've brought to, to us and to me. Uh, you're right. If we can just, and now more than ever, hear you, hear what you're saying. Just, and w when has it ever been a safer time and you've been able to say, just you be you. If you see your child making 4.5, but it's, they're unhappy or you see the struggle, then say, wait, maybe you need a break. What else? What is it about you? Are you happy? And before it was like, I remember growing up, my mother's like, I just, you just be happy. But she meant just, you know, quite bringing me stuff, quit complaining, whatever, just be happy. She didn't know what that was really instilling me. I was hearing that. And now that's where I go. I, if I'm, I'm happy, I, 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 I strive to be happy every day. And I think I put that in my son and I put that in everybody I hear. And I think that's what you're saying too. And these kids, if we will listen to our youth today and let them lead, and it's no longer just a blow off thing. It's an important question to say, are you happy? Are you feeling good about yourself? Do you know I love you just because, because you're you? Not in spite of being you, not because I have to say it, but I love everything about you. I'm interested in you. To really validate them and be interested so that when we do sit down to connect, it's not a checklist. Because I, I, I know we've talked about too, there's a difference in a report and having rapport. 
I don't want a list. I just want to sit here with you. I just want to look in your eyes. I just want to be close to you because you're you, because you lift me up. It's not your job to lift me up, but just being around you lifts me up. To hear that from an adult, a parent, anybody, I think that's what I'm getting from you today, that that's what you're doing and that's what you're seeing. It's important to find your light, you yeah. know, and everybody has a bright light and it's important for us as parents to help our kids know that they have this bright light and to follow that light and just be happy and follow your dreams. I know that sounds kind of cliche, but it's absolutely true. Live in the now, live in the present, because that's that's all you really got. You can't control the future and you can't do anything about the past, so. Just have now and make the most yeah. of now. Uh, we have one more photo to show because we're gonna talk about Grace, who is a friend of Nick's and she's got, she also has the tattoo and she has it in a very special place. You wanna tell us about their relationship and, and why she placed this tattoo where she did? Yeah, it's amazing that she did that right there um, on her chest. I mean, that is a tattoo that will always be there when she gets married and has a wedding dress, it will always be there. It means the world to us. Grace was a very good friend of Nick's and Grace was the last one with Nick. Um, she's the one who brought him home that night. And so I know that this has impacted her in such a big way to lose her friend and not realize that he was struggling as much as he was. I know that our hearts go out to her and I pray over her all the time, but Grace is amazing. She at her high school, at Arapahoe High School, um, they were doing a basketball girls foundation game and she went to her coach and said, can we do this on mental health? It's really important that we start talking to, you know, our friends and our community about what's happening with mental health. And they did a great foundation game where 2000 people were there and they played in honor of mental health in honor of the kids that have passed away by suicide. And what she did was just truly amazing. And she has really kickstarted the mental health awareness here in our community. I, I think she's the one who really did it. That's incredible. It's just another, just one more wonderful, endearing part of your entire story and Nick and everything. Uh, before I let you go really quick, how's Tyler, your son? I understand he had knee surgery. How's everything going? He's upstairs. He is sleeping <laughs> right now. He's doing great. No pain, actually. Hey. He's doing awesome. Good. Thank you for asking. Oh, sure. If, if if I could add one other thing, when Maria was talking about the foundation game that that Grace was pretty much responsible for, it gave Maria the platform. And that's, I think, when we really realized that BTR is much more than a T-shirt and hoodie brand. Uh, if you go to our website, on the, on the landing page at the bottom is the five, 10-minute video um, that Maria gave that night. So that was the first speech that that Maria was able to give to a big group about BTR and addressed kids and addressed parents. So again, that's at the bottom of the uh, of our of our landing page. So I, that? you know, I would hope everybody, if you're interested in BTR, you can see the passion in Maria and the rawness of that first talk. Before before we exit, Terry, I just want to say to parents and to kids who are listening to this, Nick left us a gift, okay? And I'm giving this gift to you. Get help if you need help. If you're a parent, 
be there for your children. You don't know what you have. I mean, I don't want anybody to have to lose their kid to go through and understand what mental illness is. It is a silent killer. And kids, if you are struggling, ask for help. And if you are a friend of a friend who you know that might be struggling, reach out to us, reach out to a teacher, reach out to somebody you trust, talk to your parents, but get the help for your friend. A lot of times kids don't want to help their friends. They don't want to say anything because they're afraid that they're going to lose that friendship with their friend. It's better to lose that friendship with your friend than to lose your friend. Absolutely. Open up, talk to your friends, get the help that you need for your friend. If you are that kid, open up, get the help. It is something that you can live with and live happily with and learn to cope with. Um, But death is not the answer. You have so much more ahead of you. So much. Maria got a, got an, uh, an, an Instagram DM from uh, a boy that now man um, that gave thanks to his dealings with Maria. And basically the note said, you saved my life. And if there's nothing more that validates what our platform is out there for is to save lives and getting that, getting that, um, that DM from that kid was, you know, it makes it all worth it because that's one less life that ended up in suicide. Um, we also, one, one of the nights that I was speaking to the lacrosse team, a mother reached out to us within a couple of days and, ju- and said that my kid doesn't talk to me with non-superficial stuff. But that night we spent two hours talking about Nick, his message, and um, she was just grateful to us that that gave her son the confidence to talk, to bring bring the message home and talk to his parents. And again, it works. It's working with the kids. It's working with the parents. And that's really what keeps us going. And I do want to say about the kid that reached out to us and said that we saved our life. I will say, yes, I was on the phone with him and his girlfriend who reached out to me because she was terrified that he was going to end his life that day. But I called Will and I asked Will in the middle of a very busy work day. I'm like, I need you to drop what you're doing and go talk to this kid. And Will, without hesitation, did that. And he spent a couple of hours with this boy talking to him. So Will likes to give me a lot of the credit, but he's amazing. Um, And he also struggles with depression and he is turning it around and he is helping others because he understands what they're going through. He can really help all these kids. our male lady came by and she was amazing. Her son struggles and she brought him over here and Will took him down to the park, spent two to three hours with him. He is thriving right now. Um, all it takes is an open heart um, and communication and listening skills. And these kids can get through anything. Again, I'll, I'll, I'm not a therapist, right? But ha- the kids, feeling like their voice is being heard goes a long way. It really does. And I know, uh, well, 
if you're not a therapist, if both of you are not therapists, I don't know. This is the classic definition of therapy for me. I know that you have touched my heart and you have touched a lot of hearts of the others. Uh, you are saving lives and I think you're an incredible example of of doing it, being a resource and following through, whether it's leaving in the middle of your workday just from one call, just no questions, yes. Saying yes and you're doing it. And I love that you're, you're showing people that you can live with this, you can live a happy life. I love that you added that, you can live with a happy life and there are resources, there is help, people who want to help and people who are in it can help others because I know that you have even shared with me too that these kids who are in it will come to you and they'll get advice, but they're also then sharing what they're learning from you and helping others. So it is this huge ripple effect. And I just want to thank you so much for being here today to spread the word. And I will personally con continue to be as involved with it as I can with everything that you're doing, wearing the clothes, sharing the message. Uh, give us the website one more time where we can reach you. You can reach us through Brought to reality.com um, also known as btr or at instagram at btr clothing um, donations are always amazing but truly what fills our hearts is when people are wearing nick's brand i mean that was his dream so when i see others wearing it it just fills my heart and his um so we'd love to grow it as big as we can and just know that if your kid is wearing that and he sees somebody else wearing BTR, they automatically feel like that's a friend that they can talk to. We've been told that many, many times. So please go check us out, support us, um, do this for yourselves, for your kids, and let's help our communities just grow and get stronger in the mental health area and we'll all start to thrive. That's beautiful. Before we close, any one final thing you'd like to leave everybody with? Just start the conversation. You're not alone and you matter. Thank you so You're an much. You're inspiration to others. Yes. You are an inspiration and we thank you so much for everything that you do. And um, anytime you want to come back on and want to give us some news, you just let us know. We'll do this again. Thank you, Terry. Thank, thank you. you. And everyone, thank you for joining us. You can download a new episode of these discussions every Thursday morning, wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll meet you right here next time on Doc Talk.